This is Gabby, the 14th of the 10th. Hey there, and welcome to Healthy-ish, your almost daily podcast from body and soul. I'm your host, Felicity Harley. It's October, and that means Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Now, recently, the National Breast Cancer Foundation warned that COVID has resulted in a delay in diagnosis and treatment of the most common cancer in Australia. And they also fear this will have lasting consequences. My guest today is Gabriella Fern. She's a yoga teacher, family photographer, a doula and mum of two. She is also a breast cancer survivor and is sharing her story to remind all women to get their boobs checked. Now, we keep these Healthy episodes short, so if you want the full interview with Gabriella about her cancer battle, just download Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. Gabby, welcome to Healthy-ish. Now, breast cancer, I mean, it is a bombshell to start with, but you had it during COVID. Tell us about when you initially found that lump. What did it feel like? What emotions were happening? What happened from there? Well, my story is a bit unique and unusual with um, breast cancer survivors in that I never had an actual discernible lump. So I, I had a bit of awareness about um, breast cancer because two of my maternal aunts had had breast cancer. So it was always kind of on my mind and it was a bit of a worry. And I'd actually tried um, to ask for screening and I'd even gone into one of those like mobile screen bands and asked for a mammogram. And um, they just said, no, you're too young because I, um, I did one of my breasts in particular was like a little bit lumpy compared to the other one. So um, I just felt like I was being kind of ignored. And then in June of last year, I felt something different on um, the left side, just above my nipple. It was kind of like a thickening or like um, my surgeon later described it as like a ridge. So it wasn't actually a lump, but that's what made me go to the GP initially. And the GP felt it and she did say, yeah, I can feel it feels different to the other side. It's probably nothing to worry about, but just to be safe, you know, I'll send you for an ultrasound and a mammogram. And then from there, it all just happened extremely quickly. They called me right after the mammogram and said I needed to go in for a biopsy. And I was still thinking, like, it's probably nothing. I'm young and um, most biopsies come back normal. And uh, the radiologist who was doing the biopsy came in and I said, um, so like, this is probably nothing, right? Nothing to worry about. And she just looked at me and said, from your scans, I'm pretty sure that this is cancer and it's quite big. And um, I just started to cry and I was alone because of COVID. I couldn't have anyone come into the room with me. And so I was just there with this radiologist and this nurse and just just sobbing and then went out to the street where my husband was waiting for me and it was raining and he just held me and I just cried. Oh, Gab, that that makes me tear up just hearing you hearing that experience. I mean, can we just talk about actually, that's a really valid point, I think, because often we think when we're feeling our breasts, we're just looking for a lump, right? But it's yeah, really just you're about... actually looking for differences. Yes, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Textural differences. Um, yeah, you need to check under your armpits as well, not just your breast. And what was that what was the hardest part of your cancer battle? You you're through it now. You're you're coming out the other side, although you're about to go back into surgery. What was the low point? I 
the lowest point for me was right after my first surgery. So I've already had a couple of surgeries, but, um, well, when I was first diagnosed, like the first week it was, or first few weeks, it was really grappling with my mortality and realizing that I might not um, see my children grow up. And, um, and it was also really feeling like I was losing control of my body and my future. Like we had all, my husband and I had all these plans and all of a sudden they were just kind of ripped away from us. Like we were very much still having the, should we, or shouldn't we have a third baby conversation? And then that decision was made for us. We had been wanting to go overseas with my husband's job for a long time. And two days after I was diagnosed, he was offered a position in Europe and it was like our dream position. And, um, we had to turn it down. So just all of these, you just feel like you've lost control of your life. Um, and then also because of COVID, like I just wanted my mom and she wasn't allowed to um, come. She did eventually, but she wasn't there for like my surgery or my um, chemo. What has having breast cancer taught you about living? What has this, you know, what sort of person are you now and how do you approach life compared to before the diagnosis? So, so many differences, so many ways. Uh, one thing that I think it really taught me is that I think we're all a lot stronger and more resilient than we think we are, or than we give ourselves credit for. I, um, I know you love this book as well, Lee Sales's book, Any Ordinary Day. My favorite. And she is <laughs> so good. Yeah. Towards the end, she says something like, um, the things that we think we couldn't survive, we probably could. And I just, I found that to be really true. And life is hard, but we can do hard things as Glennon Doyle says. And uh, on the flip side, life is really hard. And I think none of us really get out unscathed, but it is also just so damn beautiful. And going through cancer, I just was held up by family and friends and even strangers. And I just don't take it for granted at all, the support that we got. And I, I find now even more than before, I'm just really grateful for like ordinary, simple things, um, because I think those are really the big things in the end. Absolutely. And just, I mean, you're a yoga teacher, you're, you know, in tune with your body and your health and fitness. How did you rebuild this after cancer? And what are you doing now for your health? Well, maintaining my fitness to the best of my ability was actually really important all through treatment. So I went um, all through chemo. I was going to the hospital gym twice a week and I was really lucky to be treated at a hospital that has an integrative oncology center. So they had, um, they had like massage and acupuncture and reflexology and psychologists and um, whatever they had, I was like, I will take it. So I just did everything that was on offer. I did. Um, and I just treated my health and well-being like it was my full-time job all through treatment. So I did yoga every day at home. I went for a lot of coastal walks and bushwalks, just trying to get out nature. And, and now post-treatment, it's more of the same, really. Um, yoga, Pilates, seeing lots of physiotherapists, having massages, kayaking, doing dance classes. Um, all, all these things have really helped. Gab, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And we're, we're so glad that you're in good health now. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hope you enjoyed this chat with Gabby. I hope she inspired you to jump in the shower and check your breasts or perhaps go to your GP as soon as you can and just get that yearly checkup. We have more from Gabby. If you'd like to hear her full story, make sure you download our Extra Healthy-ish 
podcast. We uh, publish an episode of that every morning, Monday to Thursday, or jump online at twobodyandsoul.com.au if you want more excellent and reassuring health and fitness advice, or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Thanks again for listening, and if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hey, and until tomorrow, check your breasts and stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.